as opposed to saving money and watching how we spend money. We need to be diligent about making money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and what's the best way to make money? Add value to yourself so that you can add value to somebody else. Welcome to the Orange Five. My name is Brian. We're all about positivity and optimization. We're going to talk about some things that I'm sure you guys will be excited about. Let's get into the room. Check it out. What's up, what's up, what's up, fellas? Hey. Orange Pod Nation. Today's me, Brian, and I got Joe in here with me. Let's go. We're going to be talking about money. Ooh. I'm like, who don't want a lot of it? <laughs> so to t- the title of today's talk is going to be Money Matters. Yes, sir. And it does. You know, money's important. You know, who don't want a whole lot of money? I mean, I, I want as much as I can get, right? For real. But the truth is, like, what, what is the reason we want money, right? Like, why does it matter that we have money? Mm-hmm. It, it has its purposes, right? You know, for our families, for our community. Yep. And not just for us, but for a good man leaves a, an inheritance for who? Right? For, for his children's children. For his children's children, Come right? On. So, so let's get what we can today. Let's just jump into this topic. Joe, what is your take on money? First thing that comes to mind is money is dictated based on whoever's holding it. Mm. Um, the eye of the beholder, if you will. So whoever's holding the money will determine where the money goes or the energy that is passed onto the money from one person to the person that's holding the money per se. And you mentioned it. You said motives. What are their motives for the money will determine if this money will circulate through the economy in a healthy way or a negative way that we've seen in a lot of different situations. So I think it is a powerful tool, resource, I've heard it said that it's a really good servant, but not a great master. Mm, so good. And that's something I'm trying to live out as with that principle and that truth. You know, money get a bad rap. You know, uh, they say it's the root to all evil. No, evil people are the root to all evil. There right? you go. Um, in the right hands, good, responsible hands, you know, money is a valuable, valuable tool. Yeah. You know, think about all the disaster relief, yes, you sir. know, think about feeding the poor, shelter, schooling, education, you know, medical care, things like that. Mm-hmm. Money in the right hand can do some awesome things. Yeah. Uh, take, for, for example, my tools, right? You know, my tools to do the work that I do, they yeah. need to be managed. They need to be well taken care of and they need to be in good order. Mm-hmm. And your money is the same thing. You know, you use money to buy tools just like, you know, I use my money to, to buy my tools. Yeah. So money to buy tools, I even think like money to buy assets mm. because there are things that I think of real estate. I feel like you dabble in that really well. And that's really inspiring me, encouraging me to make sure that I I align or even direct my money towards things that will bring back value. Mm. So assets. And a lot of my friends have this confusion with assets versus liabilities. I've read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and there's so many other books that refer to this. But some people think like certain real estate properties, if it's not a rental, they think it's an asset. But the issue is, is there's a lot of money going out of your bank account instead of coming back in. And that's why I really, really think you're inspiring me, Brian, because you do dabble in real estate rental properties. That money's coming back. Yeah. You're having tenants pay for um, the property, if you will, that you own. So you've, you've generated or created a business so that the money is circulating. It's coming back. So, but that's how I see as a money being a tool, but buying tools to almost circulate in more money. I think that's, I think that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so, so when I first got into trades, 
I had, I had a, one of my mentors and he's still one of my mentors now. Mm-hmm. You know, he told me uh, about a conversation that he was having with an older guy. And he was like, hey, you know, I'm making this money now. So this is what he was asking the other dude. Yeah. He said, I'm making this money now. What should I do with all this money that I'm making? Should I buy some stock? Should I make investments and blah, blah, blah. And the guy told him, no, what makes you money? Mm-hmm. He was like, what makes me money? He was like, what makes you money? How do you make money? He was like, uh, I use my tools to make money. And he was like, well, that's what you should invest in, your tools. You should invest in your tools. Yeah. Right? So I definitely took that advice in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I went out, I bought some high quality tools. And not only that, I took care of my tools. I managed my tools. I kept my tools clean. But on the flip side, I've also invested in property. Yeah. I've invested in stocks. I've invested in bonds. I've invested in mutual uh, funds. I've yeah. invested in and a whole life insurance and real estate and so forth, right? Mm. And then I look at my friend who's my mentor, who's in the same business that I've been in, mm. but he's been in it for 30 years. He don't have any of those things. No way. Like he literally stopped at the two. Wow. Right? He, he stopped at the two side of things. Okay. And you know, the truth is nobody tells us this stuff, right? They yeah. tell us to make more money, right. but they don't tell us what to do with the money that we make, right? Our money should be making us money mm. in every way possible. Yeah, I like that, man. It makes me look at money differently because I never grew up learning about assets, investments. I think I've heard a lot of this later in life in my early 20s when I was in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it was kind of like this not taboo. It was like, well, if you dabble in it, you've got to be really invested in it. You have to know everything from X, Y, Z. And if you don't, you're going to lose all this money. So there's this fear factor of like not actually diving into this stuff. Yeah. So I just chose not to. I have a question for you, Brian. There are some countries where I would even say this in the, in the global effect of currency. Um, we're being tested because we may not even have the physical currency here anymore. It could be digitized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who knows? But what would you say to a lot of our audiences out there that probably are worried about money right now? I would say get ahead of of the curve yeah. uh, when you talk about money being digital i was just having a conversation with someone about this last night uh who carries cash mm. you know like like who carries cash there was a time where you you had your cash you know so what we don't do is manage what we can't see very well wow we don't manage what we can't see very well you know we get our debit card and we just swipe it swipe it swipe it and we look back at the end of the week or the end of the month and we wonder where the money went but think about when you had to cash a physical check mm-hmm. and you had to have that cash in your hand. Money was much easier to manage when you saw where it was going, put right? It in envelopes. Yeah, put it in envelopes, right? Yeah. Money under the mattress, you know, you had to go to the bank, make the withdrawals, make the deposits. Things. You know, we don't manage well what we can't see. So wow. what we got to do is we got to start writing this stuff down on paper, like you know, or having some kind of uh, digital app yeah. that shows us what's coming in, what's going out, uh, bank alerts. Right. Mm. Set alerts on our bank account. That way we yeah limits. You know, you get to a particular amount of your account, you receive an alert like, okay, boom, I need to stop spending or I need to make moves with my money. Uh, And at the same time, as opposed to saving money and watching how we spend money, we need to be diligent about making money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and what's the best way to make money? Add value to yourself so that you can add value to somebody else. There it is. Because everything that you and I want is in somebody else's pockets. Every dime and every dollar that I need to sustain the life that I live is going to require me getting it from someone else. And That's the best, true. easiest, most um, effective and appropriate way to get it is to add value to somebody's life. Make it a fair, a fair exchange. Yeah. You know, as a business owner, it's not a fair exchange if I'm receiving without, without giving. Yeah. You know. 
I am in sales right now. I'm in this work environment where we sell products, services, and all these different type of things. And what I find very interesting is it comes down to priorities because people, and I'd say a majority of people, I would say the probably the younger generation, they would love to get the newest phone, the newest gadget. You'll see it, right? You'll see all that, but then they don't have a savings account. They don't mm. have any plans for their financial mm. success or freedom, if you will. So then it makes me question them when they have a priority. So I'll give you an example. They need to service their car. They can't afford to service their car because they're paying these bills towards these new gadgets. So it's like, hang on a minute. <laughs> so I think it goes back to that stewardship factor. It's like, what's priority here? What's more important? Because if you get all this new clothesware or new gadgets, if you can afford it, go right ahead. But if you don't, and you mentioned vision about your finances, this is huge. I've heard, we say this at um, our work environment, clear is kind. If you're not clear about something, people are going to misinterpret what you're saying to them. If you're not clear with your finances, you will definitely have an issue to look into your bank account or even set a budget if you don't even know if it's clear, if you don't even know what direction you're going with your finances. You know, and, and that's one of the reasons why I like that we're talking about this on this podcast because truth of the matter, matter is uh, folks aren't being taught this, you know, and, and we can't go so hard on the generation that's coming up because they're not being taught it at school. Yeah, that's real. They're not being taught it at home. You know, maybe the parents didn't teach them. I know my parents didn't teach me. Um, and it, it's important. It's just a conversation that needs to be had. Yeah. You know, if, if we're not sharing it and you don't have a great mentor or someone who went before you, who mm-hmm. probably suffered some hardships and learned from those yeah. or someone who is just, you know, um, just wise enough to understand that they needed to make smart decisions right. and they're passing that information down to you. You know, because the truth of the matter is if we don't manage our money, our money's going to manage us. You know, if if we're not telling our money where to go, it's going to tell us where to go. If I'm recklessly spending and I'm not earning to have margin at the end of the day, I'm going to have to spend my time Mm -hmm. trying to make up that difference. Which costs more. Which is going to cost more. Your time is an asset. It's definitely an asset. You know, to your point, you say you're in sales. I think we're all in sales. You know, uh, what we need to get away from is... The, the nine to five mind frame of I'm going to go and exchange my time for a paycheck right. as opposed to leveling up my skill set and even character selling yourself is a skill set. Mm. Make yourself valuable to your boss that Correct. he give you a raise. Yes, sir. That he give you a bonus, you know, that you receive that promotion so that you can make more money. Yeah. You true. know, sell yourself. That's a way to add, you know, value to yourself right. to increase your assets. Yeah. Right. You know, so. You're not just managing your finances. You're managing yourself to become more so that you can earn more. That's good. And now you're telling yourself where to go. You know, you're telling your money where to go versus, versus it telling you where to go. Mm, man, there's a few things that come to mind. Love that, Brian. I feel like I'm already getting fired up about this topic. But I think about, um, Myron Golden said this. He said, if you understand mindset, skill set, and asset, you will truly become successful. Like the principles will work on your favor. Mm. And you talk about selling yourself. That sounds weird saying that. <laughs> selling yourself, right? But essentially what you're selling is that you have the right mindset. We, we sell ourselves to our spouses, our children, exactly. our coworkers, our community every day. every day. Don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I know there's a group of uh, demographic of people who 
think money is evil and it doesn't matter and it's not important. Well, unfortunately, in society, it does matter. And in, in order for us to be very effective, we need to be the, very good at stewarding money. To, to say money doesn't matter is to say that um, a hammer doesn't matter, mm. right? Because money is just a tool. Yes. You know, money's going to come and it's going to go. Right. You know, you're going to earn it. You're going to lose it. You're going to spend it. You know, you're going to invest it. It's the same thing you do it. Like I say, you know, the, the best reference I have is my set of tools. Yeah. You know, uh, my tools matter. I can't build a house without a hammer. I can't do mm-hmm. my job without a hammer. I can't pay to have a house built without money. Right. You know what I mean? So it definitely matters. Some some handles that I would say is pay yourself before you pay your bills. Yeah. And a lot of folks would say, put money in a savings account. And, and I wouldn't necessarily not put money in a savings account, but this is what I've done personally. I've used uh, an app called Stash mm. and it's been a game changer, right? As opposed to going out and hiring a financial investor to tell my money what to do. In Stash, I get to buy fractions of a company, mm. you know? So so let's say you went out on the market and you you wanted to buy a sh- some shares of McDonald's. Yeah. You would have to buy whole shares, right? Now, mm. I don't know what McDonald's is trading for at this very moment, but let's just Say it's trading at 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted, you know, 10, 10 shares of McDonald's, I would need a hundred bucks, right? Mm. But if I don't have a hundred bucks and I still wanted to own some of McDonald's, I can go through Stash and buy a fraction. Hmm. I can buy $10 worth. I mean, no, I can buy $5 worth. Okay. I can buy a dollar worth. Right. You know, uh, if I didn't want, if I couldn't afford a full share and I just wanted a fraction of a share, I could use Stash to buy that fraction of a share. Um, and what that does is it allows you to buy into a company until you've acquired enough where you have a whole share. Okay. Right? So, so let's say I a share is, let's say a share is a hundred bucks okay. and I only got 10 bucks. I can buy 10. Right. Okay. And then after 10 purchases, which is a hundred yeah. bucks, I'll have yeah, a whole share. share. Right. I have a whole share and you can just keep doing that. So right? that 10, that 10 dollar share, let's say, can it, because of it's an investment. It's an investment. And it's building. It's, it's ownership. So it becomes $100 after you put $10 in there for about a year. Not even that. Not even that. Not even that. So huh. you can put $10 in today and put the other 90 in 30, you know, tomorrow. Okay. 10 minutes from now, right? Like you can buy as much as you want, okay. as often as you want. So this is what I did is instead of putting money into my savings account, I put it into my stash account. Okay. So I'm, I'm gaining, exactly. Okay. Not only am I gaining uh, interest as the stock goes up, but another thing that I also did was I searched companies that pays dividends. Mm. A dividend yes. is a portion of the, uh, the profit sharing that a company gets every year. Okay. Now, some companies pay different. Some pay every six months. Some pay once a year. Right. Every single company that I've, in, that I've invested in pay a dividend. Yep. Every company. I don't invest in companies that don't pay dividends unless they're big companies like Amazon and mm-hmm. Facebook. I don't think they pay dividends or Tesla. They don't pay dividends. Okay. But everybody else across the board, they pay a dividend. So even when the market is down, I still get a dividend. Interesting. Like my stock could be down. It could be less than what I paid for it, but yeah. I'm still getting a dividend. Okay. That's better than putting my money in a savings account that pays very t- little to no interest. Mm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I think... The savings account is there for a lot of people's emergency fund. It's an emergency. Let's yeah. call it what it is. It's all a, a savings it account should be an emergency fund. Right. Every dollar that you plan on living your life on or having a lifestyle maintained on should be out there working for you. Yes. 
It should be. Because once you put your money in that savings account, that money that goes into the savings account don't sit there. Mm-hmm. They put it in the market. Correct. They're doing with your money what you could be doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? right. So, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And that's how banks get your money. <laughs> they tell you it's there. It's safe. Not really. It's, it's not being used. And that's why there's probably portions that they can allow you to withdraw at a certain point in time. Mm-hmm. Are still in this journey of learning how to create more money, learning how to protect money. I know future episodes, we're going to talk a little bit about trust funds. We're going to talk a little bit about how business entities work, LLCs, S-Cores, C-Cores, all these different things because we, we are in business and we're also in the corporate realm. But also thinking about these different ministries that are out there, nonprofit organizations that are trying their best to either create, generate, or protect the money that they have. Um, but I know for a fact that money does matter. You have a great rest of your week. Money See matters. You. Peace out. See ya. Hey, what's up, Orange Pod Nation? It's your co-host, Brian Reed with the Orange Pod here. Guys, do me a favor. Go ahead and subscribe, like, and share this uh, podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever it is. Let the world know that we're out there so we can continue to give life to them, hopefully like we're giving life to you. Love you guys. Peace.